Hey, what's up, fam? It's Coach Josh, and welcome to my live Q&A. Hope y'all are doing well. Hope you guys are having a great Tuesday. Hope you guys are aiming uh, full steam ahead over that hump, which is hump day tomorrow. Hope you guys are ready to fall through with some great momentum and to maximizing an amazing weekend. But for those who's been watching, or not watching, but those who's new, my name is Joshua, it's also known as Coach Josh, and my goal is to help make sense of your life and to help you grow holistically for God's optimal use. And after watching this video, you're like, man, I like that guy's vibe. Go ahead and subscribe because I would love to be a coach here online. But for those who's been rocking me for 14 years or 14 minutes listening to my podcast, I want to say thank you all so much for trusting what God has entrusted in me. And I pray it continues to be treasured you. But as everyone is coming in live and as everyone is watching later, let me let you guys know about some things I got going on. If you need one-on-one coaching, and you need help with your relationships, your spiritual development, your singleness, your purpose, your uh, marketing and branding needs, or uh, discovering your purpose and how to distribute it, let me know. I would love to coach you and help you guys uh, find clarity on the things that you want to do in life. Um, but for those who's um, interested, go ahead and get signed up, man. I've, I've, uh, it's, it's catching up. It's, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people coming in and we want to make sure we make room for you. Also check out my latest book, Facts Over Feelings, How to Go from Feeling to Fulfilling, a great resource there. If you're looking for a book to help you to hold things better, and, and make sure that you're holding the important things well. This book would be a great resource for you. If you're looking for a book to help you maximize your singleness and to find the purpose of it, here's a great book here. If you're looking for a great dating tool to make sure that you ask the right questions to either end the wrong relationship or extend the right one, here's a great book there. If you're looking for a book on discernment and you want to make sure that what's in front of you is a, a God's counterpart and not the devil's counterfeit, here's a great book here. If you're struggling with soul ties and strongholds and you want better understanding how to find freedom, here's a great book there. If you have young people of all ages and you're looking for a great book to help them discover the art form, this book would be a great resource for them. If you're struggling with spiritual warfare, you're like, man, I need some help understanding the whole armor of God and how to stand in the evil day, this book would be a great resource for you. We also have merch, all that stuff including ways to support what I do is now available on my, was always been, was available now on my website, imunplug.com. Now, here we go. Now we got some people in the building. Jazz, what's going on? Hope you well. Dominique, what's going on? I think I got you on Thursday. I think I got you on Thursday. So look forward to it. Kiddo, what's going on? The pertinent influence. Hey, coach from South Africa. Thank you for watching all the way from the motherland. Mary says, hello, can you further explain what it means to be interdependent with God? Great question. Interdependence means that I understand uh, uh, my independence and dependence on God. Independence from God means I don't need him. I don't want him. I don't want him to have anything to do with my life. Deep, full, too much dependence on God, meaning I can't even brush my teeth without the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Interdependence is, is a natural flow, supernatural flow that develops from spiritual development that built that builds from fellowship, where there's a flow between you and God, and you understand that God's your full dependency, but you also understand how to maximize your gifts for his glory, utilizing your skills for his glory. You're able to operate with the fruits of the spirit, operating by the spirit of God. And so you're dependent on God, meaning for your source, for your salvation for all those kind of things, but you're also independent enough to be able to um, um, to make wise decisions. You're able to uh, uh, maneuver.
maneuver without without doubt when it comes to the things of God. So interdependence on God means I know I'm dependent on him, but I have confidence enough that comes from the flow of the spirit of God enough to where I'm actually do the stuff that he wants me to do without having to always ask him, should I or should I not? It means that you're developed to such a degree that you're mature enough to discern um, this things of God without asking God and having to pray four or five days to find us of God. You and God are so close. You're able to discern what is his or not without having to do too much um, unnecessary asking. Hope to help. Great question. I'm gonna do a little rapid fire because I won't be on here too long. Uh, Chantel says, hey coach, what can I do when I sense a demonic presence in the room at night uh, between 2 to 3 a.m. I call in the name of Jesus, but sometimes I still feel uneasy. Well, you first have to audit what you have given access to your home. You have to audit what you have given access to your home. Uh, TV, uh, audio, whatever it is, those are portals. Those are avenues by which demonic spirits begin to determine legalities in regards to legal right to pester and bother you at night. So what are you watching before you go to bed? What are you listening to throughout your day? Um, what type of people are you around? Um, and some of the things that I tell people to help people practice is, is uh, covering your home. So what you do is this. First, you ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, show me anything in my house that is giving demonic legal clearance to pester me in my home. Then the Holy Spirit will begin to give you clearance on what to move out of your home or habits to stop doing. Then I want you to get an anointing oil and I want you to sanctify that oil by putting a little jar and say, I sanctify this oil for the Lord's use. Every place this oil is present will, will signify the, the spirit's domain and my domain over any demonic spirits, uh, sicknesses, diseases, or whatever. And so then you put it over every doorpost of your home and any entry points. And before you come home every day, before you get out of your car, say if, if any demonic spirit that is transferring itself or has been transferred to me or that's followed me, you will not enter this home with me. Those are some things that you can practice to ensure, but it all boils down to the legalities internally and the legalities that you allow externally. Internally means, is there any unforgiveness in you? Is there, are there any, is there any resentment in you? Is there anything in you that, that may be uh, because you haven't forgiven and because you have whatever is given that clearance and also the things that you do externally habits that's giving them access to your home. And, and, and then you will begin to see your sleep become easy. Also, um, begin to uh, re recite this at night that, Father, I am your beloved. And you said in your word that you give your beloved sweet sleep. And before you go to bed, say, if there's any demonic spirits that is territorial based upon someone who used to live here or whatever, I command you now in Jesus' name to leave my home. Right now, cut your volume up in your home and, I'll, and, and, and let, the, let the home hear me. In the name of Jesus. I command every demonic spirit in Chantel's home right now in Jesus' name to leave. Holy Spirit will give clearance and clarity on everything that you have attached yourself to. Therefore, I'm giving you act, I'm giving you time now to leave this home in Jesus' name. She will get sweet sleep. For she is God's beloved. I command her house to be sealed by the presence of the Holy Spirit, where no demonic spirit will be able to pester her at night anymore. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, for anyone that struggles with that, let that play out loud in your home, and I hope that helps you. Uh, Dominique Corner says, How do you know what season you're in? Well, signs give seasons. Signs give um, 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 insight to the season. 
And so certain seasons can be, I do agriculture and I do athletics. Um, athletic seasons, there's the off season, there's the preseason, there's the season, then there's the postseason. Right now, the NBA is in their postseason. Those who maximize their off season and strategically intertwine between all other seasons into the postseason. You know you're in the off season of life when it's preparatory season, when it's time to prepare. It's there's there's nothing, everything is bare, and it's time to prepare. That's when you know it's the off season. That's God giving you time to prepare for what's going to happen in, in time. Preseason is when you enter um, a, a certain aspect of life where things don't necessarily count, but there's training. There's opportunity for you to show off what you've been doing in the off season. Preseason could be uh, where you've been given access to do a little bit more ministry. You've been given access to do whatever, but it's not really your ministry. The season is when you're in the midst of 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 a season of promotion, season whatever, and the postseason is 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 the the harvesting of it and where it really really counts. Agriculturally, you know that you are in a season based upon this. The winter season means when things begin to die. Things are falling off, not winter, but fall. You begin to see everything that used to be green. Your job was green. Your friendships was green. Your relationships was green. And then over time, things begin to get lean, meaning that your leaves begin to go from green to, to yellow, to orange, to brown, now to the ground. And then all of a sudden you're left bare. Winter season is purification season. That's the season where all your friends are gone. All Everything is going. It's just you and God. But people think the winter season is the worst season. Actually, winter season is the best season because the coldness of winter purifies the soil to prep it for spring. Spring season is when things are beginning to spring and begin to bud and, 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 and things are beginning to uh, elevate for you. Summer season is harvesting season, season when you begin to eat the fruit off of the off of the uh, other seasons and it's, it is just everything's flowing. And so, you know, the signs of the seasons based upon what's happening in your life. I hope they help. Jazz says, uh oh, I skipped. I'm gonna do a quick rapid fire. Oh, OK, where am I? At? Jazz says, what's the difference between the Old Testament when the spirit of God will come upon someone compared to a spirit? on us now. What were the difference? Well, that was before Jesus. Um, see, Jesus had to come and he's told his disciples that it's expedient for me to go. It's good for you that I go because I'm going to send a comforter. Back in the Bible days, there was no uh, remission of sin. There was no payment for sin. Therefore, in order for the spirit of God to do what he had to do through men, he had to come upon man. He came upon Samson. He came upon David. That's why you heard Saul cry uh, when, when, when the uh, prophet came to him because he didn't want the spirit of God to leave him. David cried out, said, make sure to make sure you don't let the spirit of God leave me. Um, Samson, when he got his hair cut, that was basically disobedience in the covenant, he lost his power and the spirit of God came upon Samson again and he hit the pillars and everyone was killed. Uh, so now because we are in the New Testament under new covenant, now the Holy Spirit is in us. He no longer comes upon us. He is in us now, which makes us supernatural agents of the kingdom of God if we allow him to lead. So that's the big difference. Um, the spirit of God was in the body of Jesus until Jesus was broken and ascended. He sent the comforter to be able to dwell. Christ's spirit can now dwell into every believer, giving them a spiritual insight, giving them a spiritual gifting, giving them a spiritual fruit to be able to uh, assist the kingdom of God. Hope to help. Jojo Davis says, hey, what's up, Coach Josh? It's Jojo out of Fort Worth. How do I learn to become more independent on and on the things on my own, like living by myself with a disability. Um, <clears throat> understand that you're not distant from God's ability. 
It doesn't matter what your disability is. You're not distant from God's ability. He is the one that's going to make you able. He's going to one that's going to give you insight, revelation on what will help you to have the, the, the confidence you need um, to be on your own and independent. And so confidence must stem from him. And knowing that it's only by, the Bible says, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. So the best thing that you can do with the disability is to tap into the full ability of the Holy Spirit by getting to know him. And in getting to know him, you'll begin to find yourself strengthened and then God will kind of lead you from there. Nipin, hey coach, hope you well. Dominic says, how to know what season, okay, got you. And how to know when to change seasons. You know when the seasons change, when God changes them. That's the best way. I'm, I'm doing this real quick because I got to go. Tucson, what's going on? Tanita says, how do I completely surrender to God? I was cry. I, I was to, uh, was cry to him. I just need prayer. I truly want to walk in his will. Don't put the pressure on you in walking in his will. Ask God to reveal his will and then just do what the word of God says. See, the thing is, in order to walk in the will of God for our lives, we got to read the will of God in the word of God. What is the will of God for womanhood? What is the woman will of God for motherhood? What is the will of God for women in ministry? What is the will of God for women in business? What's the will of God um, dealing with the opposite sex? What's the will of God in parenting? What's the will of God in those different things? And as you begin to turn those wheels and get in the will of God, in those areas, you begin to find yourself flowing in the will of God in that area. And then just simply ask yourself, God, is there anything in me that's not in accordance to your will for me? And so complete surrender to God, just it starts with a conversation. It starts with a conversation. It starts with opening yourself up to him and saying, God, I want to be in your will. I want to be in your, in, in, in your will. Now, you also got to examine all the things in your life that you may be practicing, entertaining, or associated with that is not in his biblical will, because those things will keep you from surrendering to God. Hope to help. Dominic says, yes, it's Thursday. I can't wait. Time for a change. I'm glad to help you. And if you need one-on-one -on -one coaching, like my friend here who's, who booked me for Thursday, get in the books now. We got, I mean, these people ain't playing no games. If you want one-on-one -on -one coaching, you want my help with the relationship, spiritual development, singleness, purpose, and branding, branding like Dominique is, is book, has booked me for, get Go to my website, IamUnplugged.com. I'll post it now. Oh, that's not it. That's not it. Let me see. There we go. <clears throat> there we go. And, and get on my books now because I would love to help you. I got time for maybe one or two more and I got to go. Oh, man, I went to the bottom again. Uh... Facebook is not playing. Okay. Not sure why Facebook's not playing. Oh, uh, man. Where am I at? One or two more, I got to go. There we go. K Tucson says, How do I get over the past memories of my ex and are in our sinful acts. Great question. Well, the best way to get over your memories is to change the way you remember. So you don't, you don't want to get caught up in Michael Jackson. Do you remember the time? You don't want to get caught up in remembering the times. You got to change the way you remember the times. Because when you change the way you remember the times as a times of reference, of learning, then you can get the earning. 
The issue is we go, we get so caught up in burning presently from what we did in our past for versus learning for what happened in our past. And so we can get to earning. So what I want you to do is get a sheet of paper. I want you to write down everything you learned from your past relationship and how, and how can you earn from that, right? Because the one thing that you can't change are memories. Memories are never going to go away. Therefore, you have to change the way you remember. In order to re remember differently, you got to renew your mind. You got to allow your mind to renew, be renewed into how God wants you to think about your past and your press so you can create a better past, right? So it doesn't matter what the sinful acts y'all acted upon. Those are things you can build upon things that you can learn upon. Because when you learn from them, then the people that has already went through what you have already went through, they can learn from you how you overcome them through the help of God. And so you get a sheet of paper and write down all the things that you can learn from that relationship, learn from those sinful acts. And you got to change the way you see you. You got to forgive you. You are not your sin. You are not your sin. You are not your past sins. God has put that in the blood. If you repented from them, he has forgot them as far as east from the west. God is not calculating your sinful acts. He's not using those sinful acts against you. It's crazy that we're beating ourselves up over the things that Christ was beaten on the cross for. Why are we beating ourselves up for something he was already beaten for? So if he already took the beating, now I'm just going to get the eating, eating on the word of God and do what I got to do to grow in the things of God so that I can utilize my past to help other people pass over and pass through. So how do you get over your past memories? Number one, I want you to write down all the memories all the memories. And I want you to write down everything that you can learn from those memories. I also want you to write down your ex's name. And I want you to begin to say, you know, what can I learn from my ex to do better in my next? Because you cannot enjoy your next if you're still vexed by your ex. You got to move on. You got to move on, right? And so you are not your sinful acts. And, and, and here's a book that may be able to help you with that. I talk about that this in this book here, The Purpose of Freedom, How to Untie Soul Ties and Uproot Strongholds. This book, my friend, would be a great resource for you and anyone else that needs this resource. It's going to really help you understand how the soul connects to people, how emotions, mind, all that kind of stuff connect, and how you can remember differently. Also, check out this other book here. I think it will be a, bl a blessing to you, Facts Over Feelings. There's actually worksheets in this book to help you get over the things that you should be over uh, 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 with. So get these resources, my friend, and I, help what, I hope what I shared has, has helped you. The pertinent influence as coach, I struggle with habitual sin. I haven't spoken to God for years. I'm afraid I might have committed an unpardonable sin and he probably left me praying. He didn't. The fact that you're concerned about your sin shows me that you're in the path of his goodness drawing you to repentance. Don't listen to the lie of the enemy when he says that that's it for you. There's the unpardonable sin is the constant refusal of the Holy Spirit's approach to a person. And you can say all this stuff out of your mouth uh, and, and it, it won't mean anything unless your heart continuously and consistently wants to push the devil away. The enemy wants you to be such incarnation that you don't have a conversation. He wants you in condemnation so that you don't have a conversation. You have to have a conversation with God. You have to talk to him. And, and, and he's the only one that's going to reverse those habitual sins. Habitual sin is the fruit of poor habitual thinking, poor thought patterns. 
What are your thought patterns towards yourself? What are your thought patterns towards what you're doing? What, what is the root reason why you in this habitual sin? Because if you, and when you begin to fully understand God's love for you and that he wants to help you, then you will begin to see who he really is and you will be able to come to him and cast your cares to him. So don't be afraid. There's no fear in love. For the perfect love of God cast away all fear. So what I want you to do, my friend, I want you to do a deep study starting tonight on God's attribute of love. God's attribute of love. Go to Google, type in God's attribute of love, and I want you to get to know his loving side. And then you'll begin to put aside all these habitual sins that's rotten on the inside of you. Jazz says, Coach, I'm trying to wait on God, but it's so much beautiful women, so many, so much beautiful women that are interested. How do I stay strong? Listen, uh, beauty is holistic. And holistic means that it, it is compatible and it complements your purpose. Listen, there's going to be a lot of beautiful women. If you can't handle beautiful women while you're single, in managing and stewarding them, it's going to be very difficult to manage them when you marry, right? And so don't the goal is not to try and wait on God as if you got God only has a few more weeks or a couple more years before you do whatever. You gotta determine a, a relational why. What's your relational why? You know, like, like who what's what's the type of woman that you want? What's the type of woman that you need? What's the type of woman that will that will see, that will feed, that will multiply? That would that would take your seed and give you children, and not only give you children, but give you motherhood to those children. Like you have to think long term. What helped me endure all that type of attention was realizing that sometimes attention puts you in detention. And when you entertain the wrong woman, you will miss out on the right woman, right? And so waiting on God is a must because I can speak of it on this side of, of marriage. See, I'm so glad I married my wife. She, she's the perfect fit for me, my equal whole. Listen, anybody else I would have entertained, I probably would have been detained. You see what I'm saying? And so that's why you got to be able to say um, the best way to be strong is first to make the joy of the Lord your strength, that you're content with God where you are, even though you may not like where you are, you love the one that is where you are with where you are. And then from there, you got to get immersed in your purpose, distracted by your purpose, because the more you begin to know your purpose, you will be able to sniff, smell, sense a woman that is compatible or not compatible. So you have to determine a why. Why must I wait on God for my wife? And, and the thing about it is the one God has for you is not going to come when you're looking for it. It's going to come when you're looking at him and looking at yourself. And looking at your purpose, then that's when it's gonna look at you. Keep following God and watch her eventually catch up to what y'all doing, and then y'all will be able to match each other in doing what He wants you to do. Uh, gotta go, y'all. Love y'all. Thank y'all so much for trusting me with y'all's questions. I really, oh man, I, see, that's what happens when you don't do coat when you don't do uh Q and A's in a while. Hope you guys been enjoying the new videos, the 12 minute, 15 minute videos. Make sure you check them out. Uh, videos like uh. Uh, seven things you should never develop feelings for. Uh, oh man, how to pray seven powerful ways to make your prayers powerful. Man, these videos I really believe are powerful. Check out my latest 
12 minute 15 minute videos like them uh comment let me know what you get from them also check out if you need one-on-one -on -one coach you need to talk to me about your question that you weren't able to get answered now you got a question you're like man coach i wish i could answer it um contact me today let me know your budget for one coaching session or multiple coaching session i would love to coach you also check out my latest book facts over feelings how to go from feeling to fulfilling also check out my book, The Holdings Journal, How to Hold Things Well. My book, The Purpose of Singleness, How to Understand the Purpose and, and How to Maximize Your Singleness. Get my book, Dating Prep, to learn how to date God, date yourself, come date a both, and to ask the right questions to either end the wrong relationship or extend the right one. Check out my book, The Counterfeit, the book, the book Counterfeit Counterpart, How to Continue to Discern the Will of God in Every Area of Your Life. Great book there. If you're struggling with soul ties and strongholds, The Purpose of Freedom is a good book. If you have young people all the way, man, this book can go all the way to college students, honestly. Uh, as he Asium's wise sayings uh, for uh, for young people. If you're struggling with spiritual warfare, uh, and you need want to learn more about the whole armor, not, the whole armor of God. This book would be a great resource there. And if you want to give the support, what I do, and help me with this channel, and just feel led to do so, you can give it imunplug.com. Also, with this as he says book, if you have a young person that you want me to coach, I've opened, a, I've had this mentoring thing going a while, but I coach students kids with this book here and if you want your son or daughter you need someone to talk to them and encourage them uh, I, i'm open to that as well love you all pray i was blessed by this book <laughs> plus blessed blessed by this video uh you know coach ty but i had four people today four coaching sessions today three coaching sessions three or four yeah well a student i talked to a student at the basketball gym so that's four that makes four so uh so if you want coaching sessions, man get on there right now look forward to serving you all Love y'all. Y'all be good. Y'all take it easy. Peace.